Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. Chris had a little bit too much fun with the countdown on the recording software. <laughs> two days! Two days! Or technically one day if you're listening to this on Thursday. Uh, I thought and we get Star was, Hockey back. I thought there was like a two days like two weeks ago. I know. <laughs> well, everybody else gets to play two games or three games or four games or even in some cases five. We get zero. Sad day. Oh, but I tell you what, you know who it really sucks for right now? It's Florida. They've gotten screwed twice now. <laughs> so first it was the it was the Stars that screwed up their schedule and they didn't get to play their first two games. So then they finally got to play this past weekend. And then now with Carolina and all their stuff going on, they're screwed again. So yeah, how my two favorite teams both going to get the COVID? I know, right? And I hate you because Carolina is very slowly becoming one of my favorite teams now. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, Carolina and, bandwagon. I know, Let's seriously. And do you know what's even uh, more crazy about uh, all of this? You know who my other favorite team that I'm actually rooting for is? Just, no. just I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's in the North Division. It's a Canadian team. Why? I don't know. Why would you vote for the Canadian I don't know, probably because I watch too much of the, the YouTube videos for Sportsnet and TSN up in Canada, so now I'm... Uh, you better not say Toronto. Oh, no, absolutely not, no. I'm okay. not jumping on that bandwagon. Above, I'm jumping on a different bandwagon, though. The Dude. Montreal Canadiens. Oh, don't give me that look. You know they're awesome. They're yeah. actually doing really well, too. Good for them. Yay. I forgot. I even forgot where I had them in my uh, predictions video I did on YouTube. I think I put them at third or fourth or something like that. So, okay, well, enough of us ranting. I don't think people listened to us to talk about that stuff. Who cares about that? Well, that's literally okay. what a podcast is. <laughs> but this is a stars podcast for, for the most part. We do talk about other stuff. But anyways, okay, so – Let's just, uh, you know, real quick hit some uh, Dallas Stars news, and we're going to go through a couple of excellent articles on uh, The Athletic that I'd like to share with you. Obviously, I'm not going to read the entire thing, but I'm just going to read a couple pieces of it, and it's very interesting, uh, some of the articles uh, that I read. So, uh, and we'll go through those. We'll get your thoughts, Chris. We'll get my thoughts, and then uh, we'll get our Shining Star of the Week, which it will be sarcastic this week and then chris we're gonna do your uh you gotta be kidding me segment and i'm really looking at it wrong it's you've got to be kidding you've got to be kidding me is that better did i emphasize the right that's a little better a little better okay okay so let's talk about the first dallas stars news thing that uh just came out today on wednesday uh julius honka was waived and I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, now he's not going to be on the Stars anymore. But Free Honka. I know. Yeah, free Honka is, looks like it's about to happen. Um, do you think uh, anybody would pick up Honka? Uh, I don't know. I mean, isn't he on a league minimum? Uh, pretty much. I think it's I don't, at I most don't I think it's 750000 I don't see why someone wouldn't pick him up. To be honest, seems pretty, seems like a pretty low risk deal. Right, but are they going to have a spot for him? I guess is the big thing. Yeah, I guess the the dry market makes it a little easier for us to try and get him through waivers. But right, it, I guess we'll see. It seems like the only thing that's really getting claimed on waivers right now are goaltenders. Just because it's been. It's been crazy. Are the best, right? Uh, I mean, Aaron Dell just got claimed from Toronto, and he's on his way to New Jersey. So, uh, and they need a backup in New Jersey, actually, because uh, Corey Crawford's not playing. He's he's done. But uh, if there was a team that picked him up, who do you think? Uh, what team do you think would benefit from having a Julius Honka or something like that? Uh. I 
think any team could benefit from it, honestly. I mean, you have a low-risk defenseman who could develop into a quality defenseman. I mean, who doesn't want that? Someone to fight for a sixth spot. I mean, the Stars have an excess of that, and look how good our defense is. So I think any team could benefit from it. You know, and honestly, I know this is crazy, but maybe, uh, maybe Detroit. I mean... Uh, Detroit doesn't really have that much uh, defensive depth, and he may be able to find his way onto the roster, on the NHL roster, for Detroit and actually get some playing time. Because they suck. <laughs> they're actually not doing half bad. I, I think, I think Except they're... Except for f- the sucking part. I think they're 500 right now. I think they're 2-2, two and two, if I remember correctly. So oh, Good for them. So, anyways, best <laughs> What wishes. a hot start. <laughs> Hey, it's better than the Edmonton Oilers. They're one and three. So, uh, anyways, uh, best wishes to Honka if he does get picked up. Uh, I don't see him getting picked up. If he doesn't get picked up and he clears waivers, he'll be assigned to the taxi squad for sure. He's not going to to waste a spot in the AHL, at least at this point. Um. All right. Uh, second order of business. This is just more of a congratulations rather than an actual like news note. But Andrew Cogliano. He welcomed his second child into the world with his wife. So, yay for him. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Yay, children. Very monotone. Okay. uh, Next thing. Uh, They released this, I think it was Monday. Maybe Tuesday. I forgot. Whatever. Monday or Tuesday, they released the jersey schedule for the Dallas Stars this year for the home games. So, uh, obviously, they've got four jerseys this year. They've got the home jersey, the victory green, the away victory green. They've got the brand-new blackout that was going to be released anyway, regardless of whether they were going to do this whole reverse retro thing, which is the fourth jersey. So, uh, real quick, out of those four jerseys, what's your favorite? The home ones. The home ones. I like our home greens. The home victory green. But 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 the the black ones. I like the black ones. The black jerseys are sweet. It is different. It's very different. With the skyline green. It's basically and, neon green. And and the, the secondary logo is on That's the true. front. I know you're Finally, all about the secondary it's logo. Such a good logo, you guys. <laughs> I mean And nobody knows it exists except for me and now all of you. Well, isn't it on the on the shoulder on some of the some of the newer jerseys? I, I don't think no, it's No, it's like it's like on the pants, like on the you know the the guy the little logo in the bottom corner on the front. Mm-hmm. It's like barely used. It's not even a shoulder patch. Oh. Well, I didn't know that. But it's so good. As soon as the new jerseys and the new the, the rebrand happened and I saw the secondary logos, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so good." And Just it's like, like I want Seattle's. that logo. Seattle secondary logo? Have y'all seen Seattle secondary logo? I haven't. It's some fire. You should look it up right now. I'm it's the space it right. needle, and then it goes to the bottom, and it's an anchor, and it's super dope. Super cool. So it's All of y'all should go look it up right now, along with Ryan, because it's freaking sweet. Wait. I'm just seeing an anchor. Is that the yeah. secondary logo? Yeah. See, look at the top. It's the space needle. Okay, that actually is kind of cool. That's pretty sick, yeah. huh? Yeah. It, I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent about it. I, I'm not, like, blown away by it, but it it is okay. I still think the, the Vegas's secondary logo is better than that. But See, that's what's wrong is. with you. <laughs> I know. I like the reverse retro, too, but I like their, second, I like their secondary logo, too. Okay. So, anyways, uh, so for the jersey schedule, they're – 15 of the home games are going to be using the Victory Green, these, okay, just like normal. The normal ones. And uh, then they're going, to use, they're going to have 10 games with the Blackout, which is actually a Fire, lot. Fire, which is dope. That's, that's a lot for a, for a third jersey, an alternate jersey. Do we know if there's, like, a schedule to it? It's like, do they wear the Blackouts on, like, Friday games or something like that? Um, I don't know. Uh, I know they have a specific day that they have, you know, each jersey. And it's on Twitter. It's on, I think it's on DallasStars.com as well. But you can go and look that up. I'm not going to go through every single individual game because that would be take way too long. 
And then for the final three games, they're going to wear their uh, lovely reverse retros. I, I still like the uniform, just the jersey's icky. And they're very white. I, I, I go back and forth on it all the time, and at least we're only going to see it three times. They do look like stormtroopers. Uh, hopefully bom, they won't bom, shoot. Bom, 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 hopefully so they don't shoot right. like stormtroopers, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, they already do, so. <laughs> that, <laughs> Seeing how many goals we had last season, it kind of fits. Right, right, exactly. You know, what? that would be the most ironic thing, is they look like stormtroopers, and then they go and score like seven goals in the game right. with the reverse retros. That would be That'd absolutely be freaking awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh all right, so other news coming out. Um, not really big news, but it's it's worth noting. Uh, the Stars will be uh, raising their 2020 Western Conference Champions banner up in the rafters on Friday. So Sick nasty. Yeah, so they're running out of room up there with some of the other uh, like division champions. Because we're fire. We're, yeah, we're just that good. Well, recently we've been good. Yeah, a couple years Most ago. Most playoff we wins of any NHL team in, in the, the last, last two years. years. Hey, that's my statistic. I told you that last time. Little liar. Little cheater. Okay, anyway, so they're taking some of the old banners down. They're they're keeping the, the Stanley Cup banner up there, the President's Trophy, uh, the Conference Champions, all that, all those banners up there. But they're getting rid of uh, some of them. So, Like the regular season Western Conference Champions. From right, like- exactly from a few years ago okay so all right so let's oh i looked at the jersey schedule there's no specific day they they, they just decided like we're gonna wear them on this day so sure wish they would do it like baseball that would be cool you get friday blackout days but no that would be kind of cool actually they just arbitrarily decided (laughs) good Um, for them (laughs) okay so let's actually get down to opening night and what we're gonna expect to see uh you know, roster-wise, and some people that were, unfortunately, they're going to be out. So it looks like Como is going to be out for the for the opening night. And he, right now he's listed as day-to-day, which really sucks. Uh, do, how do you think that's going to affect the Stars in the first game? I mean, it kind of sucks to break up FCC, but, like, if I was told I had to get ru- get rid of one person from the FCC line, that's who I would pick. So, like, I'm not too worried about it. Like, he's Como. He kind of scores sometimes, and that's kind of it. But <laughs> Well, that's not what uh, why he's so useful. I mean, well, he's a decent penalty killer, and he's good at he's a good two way player, but like, well, he's a shutdown guy. And yeah, but like, Cogliano and Fox, I feel, are more so shut down right, guys. Right. But he's, he's Como. part of that. He's part of that third line. And yeah, and, but I just think one of our young, faster guys can do that job just as well. So I think Maybe. like a Robertson or Delandria would be fine in that spot. Well, yeah, no you'll problem. be you'll you'll be happy with the spot then. Um, I actually think that a better spot uh, to fill that role on that third line uh, would be Dickinson. He's not really a top six forward, which they they've seemed like they've tried to push him as a top six forward sometimes, but he's he plays that physical style and he's a huge body. Uh. So I would love to see him on that third line. Sometimes he plays that physical style. He doesn't. He, sometimes he doesn't really have a style, does he? He's not he's just kind of there, in my opinion. Well, That's what I've always said about him. He's just kind of there, kinda there, which is like he the worst job. thing. He's like the worst thing to be as a hockey player. Just there, like <laughs> I have no impact in the game. Well, at least we're not talking okay. him like we were about Jordy Ben. Like uh, we were always noticing pucks bouncing off Jordy Ben when while he was a Dallas star. At least we're not Still. saying that about Dickinson. So at least that's newsworthy. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> no, it's not. If you're a forward, <laughs> no. If you're a defenseman, I'd say yes. Like no one talks about uh, I can't even Lindell. Like Lindell? that's good. That's good because he's a defensive defenseman. Good job, Lindell. But like if no one's talking about you when you're a forward, like. Mm. No, we did talk about Sekera a lot. And he's more of a defensive defenseman, and we talked about well, him a lot he did some in the playoffs. He did, but he made up for it in the final game against Colorado. He had the primary assist on the Kiviranta goal, so that's that why he, we all like is him. forgiven. All is forgiven. Kinda. Okay, all right. So let's take a look at the potential opening night roster. So this is what the line combinations looked like 
and practice today. I mean, we're recording this on Wednesday, and the show is going to be played on Thursday. So, um, so first line, no surprise. You got Hintz, Garyanov, and Ben. Who do, do you think Ben uh, benefits a lot from this line? I think it'll be really interesting to see. I mean, I think they've obviously seen something in camp, right? Because they made this line, and it's kind of stuck. So I, I think something's working, and I think it'll be really interesting to see what it is that's working. So I'm really intrigued by this line combination, and I too. think it'll be super fun to watch as well. Well, I mean, Bonus has been talking about it all camp. He's been saying stuff like, oh, wow, this line has been absolutely fantastic, and they've dominated. And I think he even used that specific word, is dominated. So I'm really excited to, to see this line on Friday and see what happens. Um, and, well, here's the thing. You always talk about – I know I'm going to go back to video games again, but in – in like the NHL games, like the perfect line combination is the power forward, the playmaker, and the sniper. So obviously Jamie Ben's that power forward, right? Okay, yeah. he, that's that's his game. He's a physical being who plays hard on the puck. <laughs> being, <laughs> he, no pun intended. <laughs> um, and then uh, Gary Onoff, he's obviously the sniper, right? Or would you think Hints is the sniper? Nah, Gary is. So what does that make Hints? Is he going to be the one He's dishing? He's a playmaker. But, again, he was he, dishing a lot in the playoffs. He He's was, but he he can dishes. also score. Yeah. I mean, He's, a playmaker score. But not as – We call Malkin. Well, Malkin is not – he's kind of more both ways. So Yeah. But, when I'm, but, when but I'm, you call him I'm, the playmaker. I guess that's true. But what I'm kind of Wretch. thinking – Boom. What I'm hoping he turns into is more of like a, a younger Joe Thornton. So, like, he would score, like, in an 82-game schedule, he would score, like, 20-something goals and have, like, 70-something assists, kind of like Mitch Marner did last year. Something like that, you know, with a, with a bunch of goals and just dishing the puck left and right. And I hope that uh, Gary can just snipe it and maybe Ben can get some garbage goals going. So, that's Those the first. are Ben's favorites. Yeah. Those are the – that's the first line. Um, forward. Second line, you've got Pavelski, Radulov, and Kiviranta. Now, that that's not like an, a huge dominating second line, in my opinion, compared to some other second lines in the league. Um, you know, I actually got it. It was really cool to, to read this, but on the NHL weekly mailbag, uh, they had a question about who is going to be the most surprising rookie standout, who like the Dominic Kubalik from of this year. Dominic Kubalik came out of nowhere, scored thirty goals for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, and this guy's pick for the mailbag was actually Yoel Kiviranta. So I'm hoping he's right, and he's going to get that opportunity playing on the second line with uh, Pavelski and Radulov. But yeah, that that's the other thing that's super exciting to me is is Kiviran to the real deal or was it a fluke? Most likely it was a fluke, but I mean <laughs> <laughs> he he played he played great in the playoff games he got in once he was in, right? So he, he was very noticeable. He was very fast, he was making plays, he was having great chances all the time. So I think he has a real chance and I think putting him up with those guys will it'll, one, it'll show those guys when they're going too slow. They'll stick out like yeah. a sore thumb. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and, and and two, it's going to give him a great opportunity to play with some really good and really smart hockey players. So I think both of those lines are really interesting combinations. I think that's the cool thing about Sagan being out. Like when so Sagan's guys out, are we have to step up. And, and that and that's what uh, I like that that Bones is doing. He's giving people opportunities, very, very visible opportunities. And if you don't do it, it's going to be obvious. Because, so. you know, a lot of people were kind of saying that the first line was going to just be the old guys. It was going to be Ben, Radulov, and Pavelski. Yeah, that's, and, and that's, that's not the, that That's not the case. I mean, everywhere yeah. I've seen, the first line has been Hintz, Garyanov, Ben. Yeah, and I so, like that. I do too. Ch- challenge the young guys, make them do it. Like, now, if they want to fill the void, if they want this team to be good, they've got to step up and do it. So now, so you, you've kind of already answered my question, but I'm going to ask you anyway, so you can talk about it. But 
do you like Ben being on the first line and Kiviranta being on the second, or would you switch them? Because we've always talked about having wanting Kivi, Hints, and Garyanov to be together. Yeah, so I like that line, and I think it would work fine. So like like we would how we thought it would be the old guys on one line and the young guys on the other. I think that would work. And you got you got an established line who can you know maybe get that critical goal at a critical time because they're all the grizzled veterans. And then you've got the fast young guns that just can just go dash down the ice and go super quick, especially hints. Yeah, but I think the way these lines are set up right now is it it really does isolate the young guys and it it makes them have to prove that they're playing well if they want this team to to win hockey games, right? So you can't just pass it off like oh they're the second line they shouldn't be scoring more than the first line anyway. It's like no you you've got to score the goals if we want this team to win. So I I think it's a good it's a good coaching move and one that wasn't obvious. Right. So props to Bones even though I have slandered him. I, I'm we may have to take back everything we said before the playoffs. I'm not taking it back yet. I'm not taking it back yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's too early, but we'll we'll get there if uh, if it if gets If both bad the enough. lines work, I'll I'll accept defeat. Right. Okay. So Okay, so here's the FCC line minus one C. So uh, Cogliano, Foxa, and who do you think fills in for that uh, right wing slot where Como normally is? I hope Robertson. I like Robertson. It's not Robertson. It's not. Mm-mm. Is it Delandria? It is Delandria. I like Delandria too. I like so, Robertson more, but I think Delandria could honestly be a better player overall. I think he has more potential. Right. So he has a huge potential and. He's played on some pretty crappy teams and, you know, in the juniors up in Canada. So this is going to be interesting because he's used to being the guy, like the guy that scores the goal, scores the point, uh, gets the assist or whatever for his team. And if he is on the opening night roster like this, he's at a very reduced role and a very different kind of role, which is not what he's used to. He's used to being the, the goal scorer. In, in this case, he's going to be a bottom six forward who's going to shut down uh, the opposing team's top line. So and I, and I, hope at first, I hope at first he holds on to that goal scorer mentality, right? I want him to, to get out on the ice and shoot the dang puck, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, give yourself a chance to score goals, dude. Like, you're not there to play NHL hockey player. You're there to score goals, so... I or, think he should come out guns firing. Well, I think that's going to be nixed a little bit because of the way the Stars play. Um, and Bones really adjusted to Montgomery style when Montgomery decided, okay, we're going to be a defensive team. And uh, Well, I, that's, I, tr- that, that's true to a point, but you also have the certain isolated scenarios, right? So Radulov wasn't scoring earlier in the year, and they said, Rads, shoot the puck. <laughs> he shot the puck <laughs> and he shot the puck and it went in and the mm-hmm. same thing with uh ah i can't even think of his name not rope the other one garyanov garyanov thank you the same thing Especially with garyanov. The power play Especially they said the on the power play. play when you get the puck you're supposed to shoot it and that's it now, and he did it and he scored way more power play goals yeah now so it's like it's not it's not an ovechkin type shot but it's very close it, it, I think it is. I it's mean, not as I good as Ovechkin. See. It's not as good as Ovechkin, but he, I mean, he I does have a thought like that. I mean, it's not as good right I now. I mean, you got to listen to me, man, but, I mean, like, it's, it's getting there. It, we'll see. Okay, uh, and then, so for that final line, uh, this is going to be really interesting. Uh, I, I, I kind of like this line. This is going to be a little different. Uh, it's uh, Nick Kamano who got absolutely robbed in the Stanley Cup final. It looked like it was a sure goal against Vasilevsky. Stupid Vasilevsky. And then, like uh, that guy. And then, yeah, screw that guy. Um, and then, so it's Nick Kamano, Jason Dickinson, and Jason Robertson. So the are we going to call it the CDR line? Or the, or the JJN line for their first names? No, nah, that's just stupid. But anyway, so I, I kind of told you earlier uh, before that I think Dickinson should slot into that Delandria spot on that third line. But, uh, but you kind of disagreed with me. So yeah, do you like this fourth line? Yeah, I mean, this, 
the star's depth is going to be truly tested now, right? So we we can't pay for the for those players that we had. We can't play pay for our Corey Perry and stuff anymore. So time for the depth to show that they are actually as good as they say they are. So I think this line's going to be good. I like all these players. I mean, I like Dickinson less so. I think he has less potential than these other guys, but he's still fine. Like, he's not a bad hockey player. Right. No one would look at Dickinson and say, oh, trash. Right. Like, we, we said he's just kind of there. He's a bottom <laughs> he's, there. he's a bottom <laughs> six guy. He, he, he kind of keeps his head down, plays hockey, and doesn't really do much. But, I mean, that's all right if you're on the fourth line. But those other the other two guys I, I'm excited about. I like Kamano. I like Robertson, I already said. I think they have chances of being real good. I think my favorite out of those three is Kamano. I think he could. I think he could make work his way up the lineup. Um, I think he's very underrated. Now he's no Kiviranta. We we already know about Kiviranta and the possibilities with him, but not many people know about the possibilities with Nick Kamano. He yeah, he's I, had I, flashes of brilliance, and especially and I'm I'm thinking of that one specific uh, scoring chance against Andre Vasilevsky where. I mean, he elevated the puck. He did everything right, and freaking Vasilevsky stopped it, and that would have maybe changed the tide of the uh, the series. And instead, yeah, it I, changed the tide for the for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Sorry, go ahead. I 100 percent agree with that. Like, if you've been if you're a Stars fan and you haven't been seeing Kamano and you don't know who he is, keep an eye out for him when he's on the ice. He's a really not, he's a really good player. Now he hasn't it, really played that much, but. Uh, th- this would be awesome for him. He, this year he's getting the chance, obviously. Start, starting line, I mean, I, d- I don't know who else would have taken that spot if he wasn't there. So I think he's ready for it. Let's see what you got, kid. Yeah, no joke. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the really obvious part. Yes, because the, the, the forward lines are a little bit more interesting to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty obvious what the defensive pairings are going to be. What's the first defensive pairing? Uh, Harley and Hanley. Sure. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? Harley and Hanley. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, it's Kleinberg and Lindell. I mean, those guys are going to be together for... I, I, I mean, ever and ever. Right, exactly. Um, does Kleinberg take a back seat to Haskinen now? With Haskinen popping up? We shall see. That's one of the questions. Yeah, that's that's a very big question. Um, so so that's the that's the quote unquote first pairing. Um second pairing obviously is Haskinen and Alexiak. So Fire. Uh, yeah, Alexiak I mean he fulfilled that role that Johns was supposed to fill and he's not able to because of his uh his issues with his headaches, I, I guess. I, I don't know what's going on with John. It's con- it was concussion stuff, yeah. Again, man, that poor guy. Um, well, this time it was more fears of getting concussed again. Yeah, well, I mean, do you blame him? He didn't him? have the headaches, which is good for it's good for him, but like, yeah, yeah, random, I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't. Blame I don't him want at brain all. damage. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's the same thing with uh, Corey Crawford. Uh, you know, retiring. He's just like, you know, I've given it my all. I tried come doing another season, and it's just not working. So. I mean, I hope he can come back and play again, but I just don't see it. Anyway, we're, uh, but Alexiak and Haskin, and that's another number one pairing. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Any team would be happy to have them as their one and two. Right. And then with all four of those guys playing a majority of the minutes, then that third pairing, what it looks like right now, is going to be Sekera and Mark Pissick. So the new... Yeah. Pissick is how we say it. Yeah, one we of had the no new, idea how to say it. I had no idea how to say it. One of the new additions for the for the I think the only addition for the stars in the off season. In the off have y'all seen his name? Stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, it's P Y S Y K. So there's no vowels. Yeah, that's Pissick apparently. Whatever. That's almost like that guy <laughs> from I think he's Los Angeles. His his last name is Ferk. It's F R K. There's no. Yeah, that's not a thing. Martin Furk, I think. That's not allowed. So, all right. Well, so that leaves the 13th forward as Justin Dowling. He could fill in a role when we need him to. And then... uh, Dowling? Dowling's a forward. Yeah, that's what I said, right? 
You said defenseman. <laughs> no, oh, sorry. 13th forward is Justin Dowling. And then filling in the 7th and 8th defenseman role is Joel Hanley and uh, Taylor Ferdoon. So and it, both of those guys proved in the playoffs that uh, either one of them can be very good when called upon. And then that leaves us to our may-God-be-with-him person, Anton Hudobin, who is probably going to be the most important star for the upcoming three or four months. No way. The goalie's the most important player. <laughs> Only hot takes on this podcast, guys. <laughs> Only hot takes. If if he does not play well, the stars don't stand a chance. Another one. Another <laughs> hot take, everybody. We got two in one day. And then, oh, here's another hot take. Jake Ottinger's going to be the backup. No, that's just a fact. It's not a take. <laughs> Only two. And and you're really high on your boy Ottinger. And I uh, think he's gonna be good. Yeah, I I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And I think we're gonna see him. He has the best save percentage in NHL history. But right now, it'll change when he gets into his first game. Hey, you he could get he could get a <laughs> shutout in his first game. You don't know that. I I don't. You're right. So. Okay. You're going to eat your words. Ugh. I, I, you Jake know, Ottinger, first game, shutout. Third hot take of the day. <laughs> Let's get it. All right, so where so where do you think he's going to get to play his first game, actually, now that we uh, – we didn't even plan on talking about this. Let's just look at the schedule real quick and see where he might get his first shot. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be his first back-to-back, so that would be Nashville. Uh, but, I mean, all these games are – Day off, game, day off, game. So maybe sooner. You know? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's it's basically... Yeah, you're right. It, there's, It's game, day off, game, day off, game, day off until February 5th, and then we get February 5th and 6th off. And then it's same thing. Game, day off, game, day off, game, day off. And then it, then it goes back-to-back back against Nashville, which is what you're talking about on the 15th and 16th. But I think you're right. I think we're going to see him before that. So I think if uh, if I'm Rick Bonus, I might start him against Detroit. You know, just to give him a little bit of a a taste, because obviously Detroit's not that great of a team. Now they're yeah, still they suck. They they're still scary. There's I mean every NHL team is scary. They can always win a game. You know, at any time, but. You may start him on uh, the 26th or the 28th of this month, so we may see him in a week's time in one of those games. That's where I would think I would start him. I mean, I, I would like him. it. I think I think that's a good idea, especially since Hudobin wouldn't be in a rhythm yet anyway. And, like, especially in the beginning of the season, I'm sure it hurts more when you're not back into that full-season grind mode yet. Mm-hmm. So I think 26 would be a good day to for him to play, but, I mean... We'll so see. You, so Probably would... not. I think I think likely we ride Hudobin as much as we can. Like, especially since it's a fifty six game season. And he did it. We in might the li- Yeah. Well <laughs> he did it in we the might playoffs. we might only see Ottinger literally on back to backs and maybe not even on all of them. Mm-hmm. Like fifty six games isn't that long. And like for a non proven goalie, Bones just might say, No way. We're just not even gonna expose him at all. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Kudobin in in almost every single hockey game. Well, I hope Jake gets his opportunity because th- this is his chance to step up. And then uh, if if he can step up, then later when Hudobin does leave, if there's a possibility of him leaving at all, uh, then then his loss is not as hard for the Stars to swallow. So... But uh, time will see, right? It's time will tell, but sure, yeah. Time will see, time will tell. Time will see. Yeah, whatever. I don't care about any of that stuff. Okay, cool. All right, so that's getting you all ready for opening night. So we'll see how it goes. Playing against Nashville on Friday night at 7.30 on Fox Sports Southwest. Make sure you all tune in. And we'll be back to that topic here in a second because I'm a little frustrated about that. But Okay, so anyways, there is uh, a article on The Athletic by Saad Youssef, which uh, 
you know, shout out to Saad. He's he's a great writer, and uh, I really enjoy his content. He, he's a good writer. He's a great writer. I love him. Okay. Um, so he wrote this uh, roster report just yesterday, and it's uh, entitled "From Jamie Ben to Julius Honka: Who's Trending Up and Who's Trending Down." So there's a there's a lot of good in, info on all of this now. Uh, to not spoil too much, there's a lot of trending ups and evens. So that's a good thing. So In his opinion. In his opinion, yeah. This is all his opinion. And some of these I agree with and some of them I don't. So first off, uh, let's talk about Jamie Benn. And... Where, what do you think uh, Saad thinks of Jamie Benn? Do you think he's trending up, he's even, or he's trending down? Well, Saad hasn't his trending up. But if this is from last season, I would say he hasn't. I mean, we heard all about how he was trying to improve his game with skating and stuff and doing all different kinds of things because he wasn't happy with the year he had. And none of it really showed. Like, he, he wasn't that much... Of, better of a player so i think he's just kind of filtering he's become a, a veteran hockey player now so he, he's definitely past his prime he can't beast mode ben very often anymore we see we see little sparkles of it every now and then but sparkles uh, yeah i don't i don't see him doing better than he did the last two years honestly sadly but i hope he does i think he still can but i'm not seeing anything that's showing that he will Especially so, without a Tyler Sagan as yeah. a center. Now, here's one of the, an interesting sentence from the little description about Jamie Benn trending up. So, uh, he, so Saad says, The 31-year-old can no longer be expected to be the top scorer on the team, but he's still going to be orchestrating the top scoring line. Now, you've said stuff about that if uh, this team is going to be good again, that Jamie Ben has to have that beast mode Ben again, and he's. But does that mean he has to be the oh, that, top scorer? That's on the one team? of the things that needs to happen. Remember, that's what right, I've right, been right. saying. The, that's what okay. I've been saying for weeks. Either yes. we, we all know it. Ben's got to be beast mode Ben again, or Rope got to step up. Jen's got to step up. Radula, Pavelski, Kiviranta. Somebody's got to. But that's what the, I've been saying. At the end of this season, is Jamie Ben going to be? the top scorer on this team what do you think no no so who do you think fills that role who do i think who who should let's say who should who should yes well if he wants to keep his job then it should be radulov i just don't i don't think he's gonna lead the team in scoring I mean, I don't think so either, but he should. I mean, he should He should have a better year, but I think it's got to be Hints, and I've been saying that for almost Hints over Gurionov. Yes. How so? Well, if he's going to be that playmaker, which is – it, it, it kind of looks like that's what he's going to maybe fulfill. So you're saying highest score points or highest score points. goals? Yeah, not points. goals. gotcha. Goals, top score. That makes more sense. So point-wise, I, I think it's got to be Hints. In order for this team to to go the to go the distance, I buy so, that. I think that's a good take. Okay, good so, job, Ryan. You did something right. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, uh, so this kind of segues perfectly into the next player he talks about. So, uh, Rope Hints. All right. So I'm just gonna read a little bit from it. Um, Hints got off to a very fast start last season, scoring at an incredible pace out of the gate. He cooled off, though, so the next step in his game is to find consistency. I completely 100% agree with that. Because, yeah. he, he, I mean, he was the Stars' leading scorer uh, for a long time. It seemed like at the beginning of the season, which feels like eons ago, uh, that he was scoring like one every two games, it seemed like. Sometimes two yeah. a game. And, I mean, that kind of fits in real well with the personality of the Stars, though, right? <laughs> there was always one guy that would come up and be the savior of the game for, like, a couple weeks, and then they'd fall off, and we'd lose a few, and then, and then someone else would pick it up. 
that's just kind of the way it seemed the stars went. So mm-hmm. Hints was trying to do it in the beginning of the season. Just so happens. But ho- hopefully one of those guys can can figure it out and keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully right. it's Hints. Yeah, I I really think he's the key to all of this. I think he definitely has. He's in the right opportunity. He's number one center. I mean, yeah, but you, is you're, he? A, you're the big dog. <laughs> is he a number one center though? I mean, uh, according to last people, year, that'd be a no. Yes, and I think that's the thing, because he that Pavelski can't Pavelski. I always say Pavelski. Pavelski can't fulfill that role as a 36 year old. He he's too old now to fill right. that role. So and we didn't we didn't sign either of those guys to be first centers though, right? Right. That's what we have a Tyler Sagan for, but right. we don't have a Tyler Sagan. Right. So, so someone's got to do it, and it's got to be Pavelski's his. not Pavelski doesn't have the potential to do it anymore. He he's been there, done that, and he's gone. He's not gonna do it anymore. But Hintz has the potential, so he's the one that's gonna move up and be given the shot. I think okay. that's a pretty pretty logical thought process to go through there. Okay. So I'm actually going to skip over one player and go to, to Joe So since we're already what, talking You're going to skip Gurry? Shh. You're ruining it. Come on, man. I'm trying to segue everything perfectly. Give me a, give me a little bit. Okay, so uh, Joe Pavalski. Um, trending, according to Yusef, he says that he's trending even. So he's not going down, but he's not going up. Yes, no, maybe so. That's definitely true. Joe Pavelski <laughs> is a Joe Pavelski, and he will not do anything more. And I, <laughs> I think that was obvious last season. He was what we thought he would be in the regular season. A decent player, good leader, doesn't really score a lot of points, but, like, he's still good. And then the playoffs, he picked it up. That's what we thought we were paying for, and that's what we got. And we totally paid him for that, and he showed it. So Yeah, so I, I, I think that was a win for us. He did what we expected. So even's a great, <laughs> a great trend. So do you think with the uh, absence of Sagan, do you think uh, Pavelski is going to step up more than he did last year? Because last year you could kind of understand. Uh, I mean, he'd only ever played for the Sharks and no other team in his entire career, and he started really slow. But towards the uh, end of the season, aka the the pause when COVID hit, uh, he was he was starting to score at a regular pace and pretty well for a guy that was thirty five, thirty six. So, do you think he comes out stronger at the start of this season? I definitely think he. I think he could. He has all the opportunity in the world to do it. I just, from what I saw last even last season and even in the playoffs, it doesn't seem like he's got the same the same spark that those young guys do. Like those guys seem like they're goal hungry and they want to become a bigger part of this team. It just it seems like Joe's kind of content where he is, being the old veteran. Well, and just like the article says, he's gonna be, uh, he's gonna take some of those roles that Sagan kind of fills, especially the leadership role. You know, being a former captain, that doesn't hurt uh, having that on his plate. But uh, the, here's a big thing: is that uh, Sagan. Sagan was really relied on for faceoffs, and we're going to be missing a lot of that. So uh, Pavelski is going to have to step up. And if there's one part of uh, Hintz's game that I feel like really hinders him as a centerman is his faceoff ability. Now maybe he worked on that in camp and over the yeah. over the break and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's one of the easiest things to teach, though, is faceoffs. Like mm-hmm. the way you get good at faceoffs is you take a lot of faceoffs. And, you and that's pretty much it. And you cheat. <laughs> and you cheat. <laughs> as much as you can, and you got to tiptoe over that line and try and find that line. So, And then I, I know Pavelski was not signed to be a, a uh, you know, regular season can, you know, performer. I mean, that's not what he is anymore. Uh, he was signed for the playoffs, and he proved that. He led the, the stars in goal scoring in the playoffs as a 35-year-old. That's insane. But uh, – He's gonna have to step up a little bit, and and hopefully the whole trending thing of him being even uh, will be good enough to help the stars continue on. Okay, let's talk about your boy Gary. So, and the very first sentence is what we've been talking about for months when it comes to some of these young guys and things we don't understand. Yeah, 
First I, I, sentence. We're just saying uh, good stuff about sentence. bones. I know, right? And we, <laughs> it's like, and, oh wait, that's wait, why I don't like it. Wait, we're gonna talk about this. Hold on. All right. So, first sentence, and everybody say it with me. Garyanov's primary adversary has been ice time. Oh my gosh! How many times do we say in the playoffs? How is he only getting twelve minutes a game? How? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think putting him on the top line too will will make him more accountable as well. Like, <laughs> you ha- if you want to play Jamie Ben, you got to play Gurianov too. So, and he's not gonna stop playing Jamie Ben. So, Guri's gonna get more ice time. Let's see what he does with it. He better score some goals. Now it. <laughs> It almost it, it almost kind of infers here in that second sentence. I don't know if you're looking at it, but it says he needs to take steps to extend his shifts. So it so maybe it's not bones. Maybe it's just Garyanov. You know, it's it's a sprint no, for thirty we seconds. We heard this argument. We heard the argument. Bones said that the number of shifts was the same. It wasn't. That was a lie. It was a lie. Bones <laughs> lied to us. Liar. He was getting like five less shifts. So, yes, he takes shorter shifts, but you're also giving him less. So, put him on the ice more. So, double shift him. Right. <laughs> right. And stay. And, you know, maybe if they double shift, hints and Garyanov, maybe if Ben gets tired, you can throw Kiviranta on that line. Yeah, right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Problem solved with that whole line thing. And we want to see that line bones. Listen to us. Double we shift know the better. young guys. We know better than you. Okay. All right. So... Uh, there's a lot of guys on this list, but uh, let's just pick a couple more because we're fixing to run out of time for uh, a couple of things we want to talk about. Um, is there anybody else on this list? Well, I, okay, let me let me mention one more, and then I'll let you pick one or two. Uh, Alexander Radulov. So, according to this article, uh, Sod's got him trending even. Yeah, that's wrong. He's just being nice. So, do you think he's trending down? Then he's trending downwards. He really? was more of a problem than he was a benefit last season. It seemed like, like he had a, he had, he had a couple hat tricks actually, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, he had a couple hat tricks which were awesome and exhilarating, but then what he was doing consistently was taking bad penalties at the wrong times. It, that is that, like, that is completely one hundred percent true. I, so I'm hundred percent down with you on that. So he's got to stay out of the penalty box and he has to become a consistent scorer. And like, and we saw like every time he got healthy scratched he would come out of the gates a different player like and find two that <laughs> and hold on to it well one of his hat tricks was after that right i know no joke. That? yeah mm-hmm. so play like that every game dude you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a sport how but is that not motivation uh, but again he is 34 years old he's and he's getting played millions he's got old man strength dude and he's getting paid <laughs> millions of dollars you so, pay me millions of dollars, dude. I'll 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 play some dang hockey. I'll tell I'll tell I'll tell you me what. I can just imagine you skating out on the ice with like all, all these all these Dallas Stars players. You would get hammered. Left hey, right. but I I I would for dang sure try. <laughs> all right. So the the one thing that we can't replace with Radulov. Is obviously, and it mentioned this in the article, he is the emotional leader of this team. Ever since uh, Roussel left, uh, you could say we got a more skillful Roussel when we signed uh, Alexander Radulov. And Alexander Radulov, yeah, he does take the dumb penalties, but he is the emotional leader. When he scores the goal, it's like he, you know, solved world hunger every single time. Yeah. Every single time he's got that face and I mean it, my favorite my favorite celebration he's ever done and and we were there for the game was the Winter Classic when he scored uh the go ahead goal and we I mean we just had all the momentum that was that was the coolest thing I've ever seen and that was the the best celebration. So yeah, and everyone Even, always yeah. chose the the Cotton Bowl Stadium after his goal, and that's because the whole stadium fed off the energy of Radulov. Like no that's joke. why it was yeah. the loudest cheer. That's crazy. Right. Like what? <laughs> One guy can drive that many people to go n- ballistic? Like, <laughs> yep. That just shows you how much of an emotional guy he is. He he plays with his heart on his sleeve. All right. Well, all right. So we got time for maybe two more players that you 
if you want to pick a couple, Chris, since I've been just picking the the main big ones. Maybe All some right. of the defensemen. Pick maybe one of the defensemen. We haven't really talked about defensemen. I'll get you defenseman. Esa Lindell. He has him at even. That's some bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> Esa Lindell is one of the best defensemen in the league, in my opinion. He's so undervalued by all of the media in all of the NHL. Like, I don't understand how you don't talk about this guy more. He just shuts down plays all the time. I haven't seen him on a two-on-one where he didn't break it up. Like, he he has, a, he has amazing positioning. He has great stick checks. And he even can use the body when he needs to. Like, and that's one thing that Haskinen doesn't do. Like, that Lindell does better than Haskinen. So, like, Lindell is definitely still trending up. He, he's, he's, not, he's not lukewarm at all. He's definitely getting better at hockey. Well, and he's making over $5 million as a defensive defenseman. That's pretty good. Yeah, he should be making more. Yeah, he he really could. He really could if he went somewhere else. Don't go somewhere else. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we want you. We don't talk about you enough, but we want you. Stay in Dallas. Okay. Um. All right, who else? Who else? One Jamie more. Alexiak is also at even. What the garbage? <laughs> <laughs> Did Saad like watch last season? Like, huh? No, Alexiak was outstanding, and everybody who watched kn- knows it. And, and he's it, even showing us that he's got some hands now too. What the yeah, heck? No, he was, big he guys, was big guys don't time. have hands. They're not allowed to have hands. That's not allowed. That's against oh. the rules of hockey. I'm pretty sure. But I mean, whatever. Yeah, Jamie Alexiak is definitely trending up. So. Yusuf's wrong. Yeah. Well, and he, he really is the the best defensive partner that Haskinen could have because he's, he's freaking huge. He's 6'7", like 250 pounds, something like that. I don't know the exact uh, – I know he's 6'7". Uh, I don't know how, how heavy he is, but he's just giant, monstrosity, Goliath, you know, boisterous. And he it just allows Haskinen to do Haskinen-y things. Or Klingberg-y things that Haskinen can do better. So, uh, I agree with you. All right, Jamie Alexiak is trending up because he's a top-four defenseman. And for a while, it, it seemed like that he wasn't ever going to, you know, match that expectation when he was drafted in the first round a couple years ago. So, okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we got time for one more. Oh, talk about your boy Ottinger. Look at Ottinger. Yeah, I, I already was looking at Ottinger. Thank you very Go much. Go ahead. But yeah, so you know, weird things happen. You know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just wake up and have a bad day, and I, you know. Things happen, you know? So, he gave up five goals in a scrimmage. But, you know, things happen. (laughs) Oh, no, it it didn't say five. It says six. He said, on Monday, Andre gave up six goals. Talking about the second scrimmage they did. Though he played on the far inferior team. Yeah, there you go. He was stuck on the Garbo team. The Garbo team. The the AHL mostly team. But it, you know, he's right about this trending thing. He's got he he, he says even question mark? Nobody knows. Yeah, that's true. No no nope, nobody really not, has a clue. <laughs> and, and if anybody tells you they know, they're a freaking liar. They have no idea how what, what does that make me? <laughs> freaking liar. That's what you are. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but sure. we Sounds we really good. we really have no idea. So that's a really interesting article. Thank you, Saad. That's it, that, that was a lot of fun to talk about. So, anyways, go and check out uh, his stuff on the Athletic. It does require a subscription. So if you don't have a subscription, uh, subscribe to them, and they've got some really good hockey <laughs> content. So Saad posts something just about 
every day, if not every other day. So he's always got something going on. So go and uh, look at his stuff. Yeah. All right, so we're going to skip right to – do you want to do yours first or mine? What's mine? <laughs> <laughs> the you're, you, got, you got to be kidding me. Sorry, I got to work on that. You got to be kidding me segment hosted by Chris Chambers. Chris, go. Wait, 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 what am I mad about today? I forget. The Washington Capitals. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the Washington Capitals got this weird fine, right? They got fined like 100 no weird fine. Yeah, that's a, that's a big that's, chunk That's change. substantial. And, like, it was because it was the players were, like, hanging out in, in a hotel room. Yeah, but so like, it, was, it was these Wait, 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 wait. They were hanging out in a hotel room, but like, what? What do they? But like on on the bench on the bench, they're like, you know, they're kind of right apart. next to each other. Right. <laughs> they're like, but I don't know. I don't know, dude. That seems kind of silly to me. You know, mm-hmm. I think like if the hockey team gets it. Like, they're going to get it. There's not much you can do between players, especially since they're practicing and playing a contact game together. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna, what are you going to do? Put them, in, put them in hamster balls? I don't know. But, yeah, that that seems pretty ridiculous to me. And you're going to charge some, a team $100,000 when they're already, like, laying off employees and stuff? Like, yeah. what's up with that? I mean, like, you got to be kidding me, dude. I, I don't know. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know, dude. Some doctor, if you're a doctor, comment why it makes sense. Because to me, it don't make no sense. You don't have to. Someone, so, someone, give me the, someone give me the infos. Well, here's my, here's my thing about it, and we're, we're going to go over time, so some of the stuff is going to be cut out on the radio show, but whatever. Um, I understand what you're saying. I totally agree with you that – it was four guys. It was Evgeny Kuznetsov, Alex Ovechkin. It was their starting goaltender, Ilya Simsonov, and then Dmitry Orlov. Bro, so, they were just guys being bros. That was dudes being dudes. Yeah, but <laughs> so here's the thing. I agree with you that I I think it's dudes I think it's silly. Dudes. They they stayed at the hotel. They, it's, not, it's not like they went somewhere and like snuck off. They were at the hotel. They were just in one of their one of the rooms. They were probably just playing Call of Duty, dude. Something I don't know, playing cards, maybe doing some other stuff. Um, but, but anyways, um, but they did sign on to this season, and according to the protocols for the season, it does say, and Elliot Friedman tweeted this out, that every player and every member of the staff is to have his own room, and they are not supposed to go in each other's rooms. And I know as silly as that sounds, and I agree with you, that's still one of the rules they agree okay, to. Okay, they broke the rule, but the rule's dumb. Yes, but the, it, it's, it, it can stop the season. Because maybe it was it, – so obviously uh, Canada no, – If one it, of those four guys has it, then they're going to give it to somebody else on the team in practice more likely than they are going to give it to them in, in a hotel room. You're right, but that, that, but you're you're free, you're not understanding the point what I'm trying to get to here. So you're making the, a bad point. No, it's <laughs> I, I, I'm totally agreeing with you. I don't I don't I think it's stupid that they got fined a hundred thousand dollars. I think that's stupid. But on top of that, the restrictions in Canada are so much more strict than they are, especially down here in Texas, where we are. So, uh, I mean, here in Texas, for those of you that don't know, basically everything's open. All right, where's I, I Washington? Mean, Where's Washington? Uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, is that in Canada or the United States? No, but like for, <laughs> for, part, of that, for part of the reason that the provinces up in Canada would agree to allow players to travel from city to city up in Canada, they probably have to set these restrictions for the Canadian teams. But just to make it fair, they probably applied all of these protocols to all the players across the board, right? That makes sense, right? Yeah, but like, still, that's stupid. 
Well, don't I, apply I, stupid again, protocols. Again, again, I am, but maybe that was a stipulation of the Canadian provincial governments that well, they said. Well, then the Canadian provincial government's stupid. Like, <laughs> at, at this point, someone's dumb. Someone's <laughs> stupid. I'm not sure who's stupid. I'm not sure who to call stupid, but someone is definitely doing the stupid. Okay. And they well, need to I'm stop. Not, I'm 100% not disagreeing with you at they all. They need to be stopped, okay? Ryan. They need to be stopped. Okay, Donald Trump, let's repeat Stop everything. Stop the you stupid. Say. Repeat everything you say. Stop okay. the stupid 2024. But anyways, they still have to abide by those rules. So. Stupid rules. I, I agree. I agree 100%. But if they don't want the season to no be but. shut down because the Canadian provincial governments are going to be stupid and be like, oh, look at Washington. Look what they did. They broke the protocols. So that means that some of the Canadian teams are going to break protocols too then that stops the season, and then we're really screwed, and then we don't get any hockey whatsoever. So as stupid as that rule is, and I agree with you, they have to abide by it if they want to finish the season because there there are, like, dumb provincial government rules probably up in Canada somewhere that— Well, Canada can suck it. (laughs) Hot take by Chris. (laughs) Canada sucks. (laughs) That's my hot take. Oh, people would say the same thing about Texas. Texas sucks. Okay, so that... Okay, we're going way over, so I'm going to have to cut out some of this stuff for the radio show, but whatever. I'll mention it. And we'll, You're welcome, we'll podcasters. Podcast. Yeah, this is extra bonus content. Bonus content for you pod... You didn't even have to pay for a Patreon. I know, right? Which we don't it? have. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't do that anyway. I, I, I'd just give it to give it to people because i have fun doing this anyway all right so this this is my segment for the week my shining star of the week yeah you're supposed to tell us i know but i'm shaking my head to try and make it more dramatic then you totally ruined it thanks i appreciate it you're so, welcome that's what I'm anyway screw you um <laughs> yeah so anyway my shining star of the week is sinclair broadcasting Thank you, Sinclair, for being Thanks for bringing us hockey awesome. games to all of our favorite platforms. Right. So it, it, they have all these great like platforms that they're on. I'm being sarcastic for those of you that aren't following. They have yeah. Spectrum. They have Sudden Link. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all of them. Right. And, oh, all a- two. AT&T. AT&T. AT&T has it too. So three. That's great. Yeah. Except AT&T costs 80 bucks a month to include Fox Sports Southwest. And then Spectrum is even more than that. Zach told us about that. It was expensive. And then suddenly, like, I have no idea. I didn't even bother yeah, Zach's still suddenly. alive, everybody. Yeah, Zach's still alive. We got to get him. He'll, he'll do the, the PGRs with this, uh, I'm sure. The post-game reactions every once in a while. But anyways, so, the, so YouTube dropped them. Hulu dropped them. Uh, who else dropped them? Dish Network dropped them. Sling. Uh, Sling dropped them. And I, I even bought Sling for NHL Network and for Fox Sports Southwest. And then when I bought it, then they dropped Fox Sports Southwest. And I'm just like, well, great. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how what I'm going to do to watch Stars games. Uh, so quit being poor. Make money. Yeah, I, I guess I need to not be a band director anymore. I need to. Uh, I don't know, go do computer stuff or something. and <laughs> do, 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 All the smart, money. all the rich people do the computer stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, that's my shining star of the week. And, and it, it ticks me off. And I, I mean, it's constantly, I mean, I don't know if you see on all the Facebook groups, but they're constantly talking about it. Where can I find stars games? Where can I find stars games? And like, you know, they're talking about, oh, my provider dropped this. Where can I find Stars games? And it's it. It's so frustrating to see all these people who want to watch the Stars, and not just the Stars, but the Mavs and the Rangers too, because they've got uh, exclusive rights if it's not a national broadcast. And we're and those and we're gonna miss those games too when the Rangers return, and then the, we're already missing Mavs games. So uh, Sinclair just needs to get their crap figured out, and it's. It, it, it's ticking me off, honestly. Suck, so Suck my butt, Sinclair. <laughs> wow. 
First, you tell Canada to suck it, and now you're telling Sinclair to suck, suck my butt. <sighs> wow. Yeah. It's a, good, it's a good thing that part won't be on the radio show. <laughs> I think oh. we should. I think we should splice it in. <laughs> oh, I don't know if we have enough time, but we'll see. All right. So, all right. I'm off my uh, my soapbox. Do you have anything to add to that other than suck my butt? <laughs> no, that pretty much sums it up. Oh, <laughs> I mean, okay. 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 That pretty much encapsulates. Encapsulates. I can't talk anymore. It's too late. That encapsulates. Encapsulate. I don't know. Encapsulates. I don't know what it is. English. Ma- so we got doctors commenting now. We need an English major. How do I say that? Thank you. <laughs> okay, I got to get over myself though, because Stars Hockey does return in two days. So technically tomorrow, if you're listening on the radio on the radio show, so we're really. I, I should stop being so, you know cranky and stuff and be excited that the stars are returning and we get to see the banner go up and then we get to see the stars completely dismantle the Nashville Predators. So go stars. They're going to be on at 7:30 on Fox Sports Southwest. Uh I will find some way to watch it. Uh I'm going to find a provider. I guess I'll switch to Spectrum or Sudden Link. We'll see. I will be watching it 100% legally. <laughs> I just want that to go on record. Yeah, there were a lot of people saying on on some of those Facebook groups. Oh, all right. Well, hey, hey, here's this uh, this stream or this stream, and and then I, if you clicked on it, it it's like gone already. I <laughs> so. will definitely not be using those. I will be using 100% legal uh, legal websites that are okay and oh. follow copyright laws. All right, Chris. You got anything else to say? Uh, let's do that hockey. Let's do this hockey thing. All right, guys. This has been Ryan and Chris on Starcastic Remarks. Follow us on Facebook at Starcastic Remarks, or you can follow us on Twitter where we post fairly regularly, Starcastic R. And now we have our Instagram, too. And uh, we also have our YouTube channel where we, every once in a while, we'll post to the YouTube channel, even though I haven't done it in like the past four to five days. It's kind of been hard. Because I've been watching more hockey. Any guys? Anyway, guys. Any guys? Any guys? Any. Goodbye, any guys. Good night. I'll catch you on the flip side. Good night, guys.